Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, November the 16th, 2022, and uh, yeah, just about a uh, week away from, a little over a week away from Thanksgiving, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, or Wednesday, uh, yeah, next Wednesday will be the day before Thanksgiving. Anyway, eight days till Thanksgiving. Um, I did uh, post, and so if you listen to the podcast, I'll need to tell you this, uh, but I did post, maybe I'll post it in the episode notes as well. So if you're looking at the, um, so when you uh, look on your device, you can get the link. Uh, but I'm posting the link to the, the Advent devotional study we'll be doing uh, during Advent. That will start November 28th. And um, good morning, Addie. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning, uh, Amber. Good morning, everybody. Um, it's, uh, it's an Advent journey with everyone. Uh, it's by N.T. Wright. He has a series of these, so make sure you get the one. If you're going to get a copy of it, make sure you get the one that's uh, uh, on Luke. Uh, an Advent journey with everyone, uh, and it's focusing on the Gospel of Luke. So, um, yeah, again, it's, uh, you can find it pretty much anywhere, Amazon, Christian Book, wherever you get your books. Um, online you can find it and so um, ordered mine um, and so hope to have it by uh, the 28th that's when we plan to start it, it the, the devotional actually starts the first Sunday of Advent which would be um, the 27th um, but of course we don't um, meet for on the 27th so we'll start on the Monday which is the 28th um, so yeah if you want to follow along feel free to grab that and uh, and uh, follow along um, here coming up in a few weeks. All righty, let's do this. We uh, we are, as I said, in Psalm 42 and um, continuing our reading through the Psalms. Hope you guys are all doing well. Um, thanks for jumping back in uh, this morning after we were out yesterday. Um, on Tuesdays, I'm going to do the, do the morning Bible study with the guys. So uh, that went well yesterday, um, but we're back at it today and tomorrow. So thanks, everybody. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, Trevor. Good morning, everybody. Marlene, welcome. All right, let's do it, y'all. Let's jump into um, Psalm 42. See what the Lord has to say to us today. You know, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. All right. Let's see. Because I pinned this comment on the on the uh, on our comments, I can't see real-time comments. So if you post something, it may take me a minute to find it. Good morning, Mark and Diana. Um, all right, here we go. Oh, I like this one. This is a good one, right? Psalm 42, familiar passage here right off the bat. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. I, I always love that image, right? That uh, peaceful image um, of a deer just kind of drinking sips of water uh, from a brook. 
And um, and the songwriter saying, <clears throat> just like a deer pants for those streams of water. So the soul, his soul longs for um, those peaceful streams that come from uh, the Lord. That does, right? Our, that's our souls long for that, long for that peaceful uh, fellowship and uh, sustenance and refreshing um, that comes from the Lord and only comes from the Lord, right? Can't get it anywhere else. Get it from Jesus. Um, as, my, as, the, as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you. Um, I think the King James Version says, as the deer pants for water, so my soul longs for you. Yeah. Yeah. That old chorus. You remember that old chorus? As the, as the deer pants for the water. As the deer panteth, panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Yeah. That's awesome. Verse 2. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where When can I go and meet with God? Wow. So this is a... Um, this is uh, the uh, kind of the longing for worship, right? A longing to be in the presence of God. Uh, my soul is longing to worship God. My soul, my soul is longing to be in the presence of God. Uh, my my soul thirsts for God. Where can I go? When? When? He's eager, right? When can I go to meet with God? Man, sometimes it's just, it's like that, right? You know, by uh, you just get eager to be in the presence of God, man. I just need worship. I just need to be filled up. I need to be refreshed. Um, need some perspective. Need some uh, insight. Need some um, some respite for my soul. So when can I go? Right? When can I go into the presence of God? And uh, that the psalm writer is expressing that um, that longing. Verse three. I mean that that's a lot quite a bit different from people who are like, oh man, I gotta go to church. <laughs> man, I gotta go to church again. Nah, man. It's not about going to church. It's about going to worship. That's different, right? Some people go to church, some people go to worship. That's a big difference. You know, for some it's about I gotta go to a place or I gotta go to a time. I gotta go check a box. I gotta go do uh, you know, this thing I do on Sundays, you know. And I guess we've all been uh, you know, we're all guilty of that from time to time, not going to uh to the house of God with the right attitude. Uh but the true the true posture, the best the true posture we should approach uh the house of the Lord and the meeting of God's people with is uh I'm going to worship. That's what I'm going for. I'm not going to critique, not going to evaluate, not going to just check a box of something I did, not going to try to impress God or impress anybody else with my attendance. I'm I'm going to worship. I'm going to give God worship, to to give God the worth that he deserves because my soul needs it. My soul is longing for it. My tears have been my food Day and night, while people say to me all day long, where is your God? He in the battle, man. He in the battle. He's, he's you know, he's he's uh, facing some hardship, facing some struggle. Um, just been uh, in tears, just long, you know, hurting, trying to 
navigate the craziness of life, right? And um, hearing people critique him and criticize him, his faith, he's like, he's just tired. His soul is, it goes back to the first verse, right? His, uh, his soul is just parched, man, just, just dried up. He's, he needs worship. He needs the streams of living water. Mm-hmm. Verse 4. These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. So he has a re he's, he's reflecting on some of the uh, pilgrimages uh, as a devoted follower of uh, Yahweh going to the temple. And he says, in the, so he's talking about when he's in those moments of... Um, in that moment of discouragement and drought and spiritual fatigue, he's thinking back of the worshipful throng of people who gathered around the temple of God, uh, how he would pour out his soul in those moments, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one. He would be with us all the, along the way with shouts of joy and praise, people going into the house of God, praising. That's one of our songs we do a lot. Base that right now. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. Yeah. And we won't be quiet. Yeah. And um, shout out our praise. And uh, yeah, he's kind of reflecting a similar thought as he's going to worship. How, uh, yeah, just the thought of being with God's people. Uh, under the protection of the Almighty, lifting up His voice in, uh, in a with with a concert uh, of praise uh, with all God's people up to the throne room of God, man. And thankful for that, huh? Thankful for worship. Thankful for the what a gift worship is that we can lift up our praise to God. That literally, as we praise, uh, He fills our spirit. He fills our heart with uh, gladness. He replenishes us. He uh, encourages us. Uh, he transfers his power into us uh, by his grace and mercy. Yeah. That's the power of worship. As we declare to him his worth, <laughs> he, uh, he pours out blessings and encouragement into our hearts. Yeah. Verse 5. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? All right, so he's been thinking about the goodness of God and being in worship. And so then he's looking at, so, so why am I so depressed? Why, why, am I, why is my soul downcast? And he's speaking to his own soul. Sometimes you got to talk to your own soul, don't you? You got to just talk to your own soul. It's like, what's your problem? Come on. Remember what God's done for you. Remember how good God is. Remember how, remember how accessible God is. You just need to stop what you're doing, put your praise on, and God will fill you with joy and and uh and and quench that parched spirit of yours with the uh, living water of the Spirit of God. So why so downcast? Yeah, sometimes you gotta just talk to yourself. You ever talk to yourself like that? Like, hey, straighten up. You know, look at yourself in the mirror. Like, why, what's your problem, man? Look at all the good things God's doing in your life. What, why are you why are you moping around? Why are you whining? Got this little obstacle you're facing. It's minor in comparison. Yeah. 
just uh yeah just praise the praise the lord the shouts of praise man that's a word for you today your soul's downcast look just talk to your soul today soul why are you downcast why are you depressed why are you discouraged why so disturbed put look here it is put your hope in god for i will yet praise him my savior and my god yeah you put your hope in other things there's reason to be discouraged many times but what the word of god is reminding us here is no 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 a lot of times when we get discouraged we're putting our hope our security our trust in um the wrong things so put your hope in god um Praise him because what he's your savior, he's your God. He'll save you. He loves you. Yeah. Yeah, put your hope in God for I will yet praise him. He's talking to his spirit, his his own uh his own soul. Soul, why are you downcast? Soul, put your hope in God. For I will yet praise him, my savior and my God. Verse 6. My soul is downcast within me, therefore I will remember you. From the land of the Jordan to the heights of uh, from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. All over the place. Remember your goodness. Remember you. Everywhere I go. I don't know where you have to go today. I don't know. You know, maybe you got to. Maybe your maybe your whole day is gonna consist in staying right where you at. Maybe you're at home and you're gonna be you're gonna be at home all day. You ain't got no plans to go nowhere. <laughs> some of you maybe are traveling all over the place, traveling one state to another. Maybe some are taking flights across the country, maybe across the world. Uh, maybe some have to run a bunch of errands here and there, all over the place today, going commuting to work, back and forth to work, running errands after and before work, during lunchtime, all over the place, all over county to county. Or maybe all across the same county. Everywhere you go today, remember. Uh, remember the goodness of God. Remember the Lord. Remember that he is your Savior and he's your God and he's with you. And you can put your hope in him. Yeah. Verse 7. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. Hmm. Deep calls to deep. Oh, I wonder if that kind of has to do with like the deepness, you know, the depths of your heart calling out to the to the to the um to the depths of God. Um, you know, that intimate uh sense of worship, not not so different than Romans, Paul would talk about in Romans that our, our spirit uh, prays with groanings that cannot be um, uttered or articulated. It's just the groaning of the spirit. And here deep calls to deep. The deepness of my spirit calls out to the deepness of God. Mm. To be swept away uh, in his grace and his mercy and uh, have this deep sense of peace and security. In Christ. Yeah. Put your hope in him. Anchor, right? Anchored in him. Maybe you feel like you're uh, you're, you're being swept away. 
You know, maybe you're being feel, feel like you're being swept away with a trial or adversity or or hardship. Um, to know that um, he's secure, he he'll hold you, he'll anchor you. You can put your hope in him. You can anchor your hope to God, and you'll be secure. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. He's been overcome. Overcome. Now, it's interesting. Now, I wonder here, be interesting how these, how the deep calls. Now, I wonder if here, if he's talking to, I will remember you. I think he's talking about God. This is, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, which is God. Deep calls, calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. So I'm, the, the question here is, is the your referring to God or is the your referring to soul? Right? Um, it seems to be the, um, seems to be God, right? Deep calls the deep in the roar of your waterfalls. Although, you know, the, the, <laughs> there's sometimes our soul feels like a waterfall too, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, you think like, um, so, so both are relevant. Um, just trying to figure out what the proper biblical interpretation is here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. Verse eight, by day, the Lord directs his love at night. His song is within me, a prayer to the God of my life. Hmm. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is within me. Oh. So during the day, God directs his love towards me. And at night, there's a song within me. Wow. Sounds like he's being refreshed. Sounds like he's being refreshed. Sounds like those uh, that deep calling to deep is like a waterfall of refreshing, right? Um, like, like that, you know, as a deer pants for water. And God's done more than just provided a little stream to, to, survive, to, to supply his need. God has indeed unleashed a waterfall that have that have swept over him and replenished him wow that's pretty awesome right like a like a deer <laughs> like a deer i'm just trying to get a little bit of water and here god is just a, a deep calls to deep and he has unleashed a waterfall of re, of of refreshment into his life wow Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. And then by day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is within me. A prayer to God, prayer, a prayer to the God of my life. Hmm. I like that. Verse 9. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? Hmm. Why? Why must I grieve? Why must I... Uh... Why must I have? Why must I go through this? My bones suffer mortal agony, and as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, "Where is your God?" Keep going right back. Keep going right back to about the same thing. You know, like you know, I feel abandoned. But then he goes back to the same thing. Why am I so? Are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. It's like this constant conversation. I think, I mean, what's kind of beautiful about this psalm is this, it's real, right? Like, that's kind of how it goes. Like, you, 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 uh, you, you have a longing to meet with God, 
um, you have discouragement, maybe you feel lonely or whatever, or your soul's downcast, you go into the presence of God, He meets you there, He gives you more than you ever dreamed, I mean, more than just a stream of water, it's a waterfall, Your the deepness of your spirit cries out to the deepness of God, and He fills your spirit, He replenishes you, He fills you back up, um, but you know what? You find that you start getting, you, the, the, uh, it wears off, right? Right. You go back to the go back to the battle, go back into life, and you you know you start getting beat up a few times, take a few licks here and there, and the soul gets starts to get downcast again. And so what he's saying, he goes right back to the goes right right back where he started, talking to his soul again. So why are you so downcast? Why are you so disturbed? Remember remember what you got to do. You got to put your hope in God. Got to put your hope in God. For he uh, is your Savior and your God. Hmm. It's a good little uh, spiritual training for us this morning, right? That's how it goes. That's how life goes. You know, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be peaks and valleys. There's going to be times you feel great, times you feel down. What you got to do is you got to talk to your soul, remind your soul where to go for help, remind your soul where to go for when it's discouraged. Don't put your hope in things or in ultimately in people or situations or circumstances or an economy or a politics, whatever, you go back, put your hope in God. <laughs> you go right back where you go back, put your hope in God. Then he's going to replenish you. He's going to fill your spirit like a waterfall. You're going to feel great. You're going to be praising God in the assembly of the righteous. You, you're you're going to have a song uh, at night. Love's going to direct you during the day. Then you know that's going to, that's going to begin to fade, right? You're going to, Face some battles and some obstacles. When you do, what do you do? You start talking to your soul again. So why are you downcast? We just had this. We just had this conversation. <laughs> why are you downcast? Put your hope in God. You start all over again. It's a great psalm of reminder. A great psalm of spiritual training and instruction of uh, of how to handle adversity, how to handle the ups and downs and peaks and valleys of life, and how worship is uh, so often the answer that our soul is longing for, right? Yeah, put our hope in God. All right, let's do a quick reading here from C.S. Lewis. Uh, today's reading from C.S. Lewis um, is A Gradual Change, November 16th reading from C.S. Lewis. Welcome, everybody. So glad to have everybody on and uh, spending this uh, Wednesday morning together or whenever you're re- listening to the podcast, this uh, portion of your day. Thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, sharing this time with us. This is a pretty short one, just a paragraph. It's called A Gradual Change. It's from A Weight or The Weight of Glory from C.S. Lewis. And um, it looks like it's about the transition from this world to eternal life, to, uh, to permanent, e- eternal dwelling with God. A gradual change. Those who have attained everlasting life in the vision of God doubtless know very well that it is no mere bribe but the very consummation of their earthly discipleship. Hmm. So those who are now are in the presence of God, have, will, they, uh, it will have been a, uh, a, the consummation of what started here. Um, it's not something different than what started here. It's not like, you know, I had my discipleship with Jesus, and the reward for all that was something else. No, that, that what eternal life is is the consummation. It's the fulfillment of becoming more like Jesus. It's the fulfillment of uh, 
uh, being with God, getting to know God, uh, being in fellowship with God. It's the culmination of that. It's not something different. It's the consummation. Um, but we who have not yet attained it, those of, I mean, those of us, we ain't in heaven yet, those who have not yet attained it cannot know this in the same way. Well, yeah, we can't know it the same way those who are already with Jesus know it and cannot even begin to know it at all except by continuing to obey and finding the first reward of our obedience in our increasing power to, de to desire the ultimate reward. <laughs> right. So it's like, the the way the, the way we get we can't understand what it's like right now to be in heaven no eye has seen no ear has heard um, although that verse talks about something a little different but anyway heaven <laughs> no one can fully fathom what's what heaven is like what it's like in the presence of God the best that we can do is right now continue to obey the Lord and walk towards it and greater and greater glory will follow as we continue to follow Him and that final consummation of It'll eventually, gradually, and full, and finally, uh, be the fulfillment of everything we've longed for. So right now, all we can do is desire that ultimate reward. But in the process of desiring that other reward, all we do is obedience, one day at a time, obedience day by day. Just in proportion as the desire grows, what desire? The desire for heaven, the desire to be ultimately with God. Our fear lest it should be mercenary desire will die away. So we'll stop being afraid. And we'll just start being more hopeful. Desire for heaven will replace fear of dying. Hmm. How about that? And finally be recognized as an absurdity. What was it was an absurdity? Fear. Wow. Hear that? So he's saying the progress of spiritual formation is that you bit by bit start to start to uh become more like Jesus, and what will happen, this gradual transformation is likely to happen. This fear of death will be replaced with a um, desire to be with God. A des the desire replaces fear. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. The desire for God replaces the fear of death. And the fear, in fact, he will says he says will be actually become an absurdity. You're you're afraid. Afraid of what? <laughs> afraid of what? It, that's absurd. Why would you be afraid? Uh, there's a desire. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, but probably this will not, for most of us, happen in a day. It's not going to happen in a day. It's not going to happen overnight. I, I love this. Watch this. He says, poetry replaces grammar. Gospel replaces law. Longing transforms obedience. As gradually as the tide lifts a grounded ship. Ooh, that's beautiful. This desire for heaven replaces the fear of dying like a like slowly, like a uh, like a tide lifts a grounded ship. You, you, you don't notice it, barely, barely notice it. If you keep your eye on the ship, you can see it slowly rise. But it doesn't fly up. It doesn't just, you know, pop up like a cork. It slowly rises. Um, poetry replaces grammar. Gospel replaces law. Longing re transforms obedience as gradually as the tide lifts a grounded ship. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. It's a gradual change, man. God is good. God is good. Well, thank you guys so much for being on today. Hey.
Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for the promise of uh, life eternal that begins now and is consummated uh, in your holy presence forever. Lord, I pray for my friends today. May you bless and encourage each and every one of them. May they know your love and your peace today. And uh, may, uh, may we continue to uh, uh, walk after you. And when our soul is downcast, Lord, uh, we put our hope in you. And maybe that's for some folks today, that's what they need to do. Lord, so enable them to put their hope in you and to see uh, your love for them. And may you fill them. May you overcome them with uh, uh, like a waterfall on a parched uh, land to nourish and to fulfill and to replenish them. God, you are good to us, and we thank you for that. May you bless each and every one today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for spending some time in God's Word and in prayer together. Thank you for sharing, liking, commenting, all those things. Really appreciate it. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll be back at it tomorrow. We'll see you then. Uh, remember our devotional, uh, Advent devotional, which will start on November 28th. I, uh, I put a link to it uh, on, the, uh, on the comments. I also put a link to it in these uh, episode notes if you're listening to the podcast. But it's uh, by N.T. Wright. It's uh, Advent for Everyone, a uh, journey through the Gospel of Luke. Um, and so you can pick that up if you want to follow along when we start on that in a, oh, a little over a week. All right, you guys have a great day. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.